NetCredit is here to say yes, because you're more than a credit score. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Application subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partners. NetCredit. Credit to the people. Hey, Fidelity. How can I remember to invest every month? With the Fidelity app, you can choose a schedule and set up recurring investments in stocks and ETFs. Oh, that sounds easier than I thought. You got this. Yeah, I do. Now, where did I put my keys? You will find them where you left them. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE SIPC. One of the most internally agitating experiences is to see your child struggling in their social relationships. Maybe your kid is getting bossed around, or is the bossy kid, or your kid complains that they feel hurt when they get excluded from a particular friend group, or when they're rejected by a kid they really want to be friends with. A friend decided to sit with other kids at lunch, leaving your child on their own. A kid who was close with your child last year has new friends now and ignores your child at school. Today, I'm talking about how to support your child when they come to you with their friendship problems. Welcome back to Project Parenthood. I'm your host, Dr. Nanika Kaur, clinical psychologist and respectful parenting therapist. Each week, I'll help you repair and deepen your parent-child connection, increase self-compassion and cooperation from your kids, and cultivate joy, peace, and resilience in your relationship with them. It's heartbreaking when your child is down in the dumps over a friendship kerfuffle. It sucks to see your kids' feelings hurt, to hear about other kids saying or doing less than kind things to your child. You might feel guilty or like a bad parent if you don't step in and fix it for them somehow. Do you talk to another child's parent? Do you coach your child to say or do certain things? Do you side with your child against another child? You might spend a lot of time with these kinds of questions running through your mind as your internal search for the quote-unquote perfect solution builds to dread and anxiety about your child's future social life. Fear not. I've got seven tips for helping your child cope with the ups and downs of kid friendships. Number one, understand social development. Navigating social interactions and relationships effectively requires skills in the areas of social communication, emotional regulation, cognitive skills, and social problem-solving skills. Social communication is about the verbal and nonverbal communication that takes place in social interactions, like taking turns or using neurotypically appropriate eye contact. Emotional regulation is about the ability to change your internal emotional experience and or change your external and behavioral expression of emotion in social situations. That might look like staying calm during a conflict or disagreement with a friend. Cognitive skills like thinking, reasoning, and executive functions like focusing attention help kids pick up on things like social cues and respond accordingly. Social problem-solving skills are important for conflict resolution and social flexibility. Because the frontal lobe of your child's brain is in a state of becoming until around 25 years old, 
it's going to take them a while to hone their social skills. Every child develops at their own pace. And if your child has a neurodevelopmental condition like ADHD, autism, or learning disorder, that means they're likely delayed in one or more of these social skill areas. They may even be up to two years behind their same age peers when it comes to social development. So be patient. It takes time for children to develop and learn to maintain healthy friendships. Expect ups and downs. Gaining social competence can be a complex process of trial and error. Number two, take advantage of real-life moments. Be the kind of friend and have the types of friendships you hope your child will be and have. Take opportunities to talk about various kinds of friendship, what to expect from friendships, and how to be a good friend. Use sibling squabbles as an opportunity to scaffold conflict resolution with them so kids can have a chance to practice using those kinds of skills. Be deliberate when you're in a new situation and talk about your social processes out loud. You can say things like, I don't know a lot of people who are going to the neighborhood barbecue, so I'm going to make sure to introduce myself to people and tell them a little bit about me and our family. Maybe someone will have a kid your age. If you're doing a meal train for parent friends who are caring for a newborn or recovering from surgery, invite your child to help make a card and talk with them about what you're doing and why. When your neighbor gives you the key to their house in case of emergency, say things like, I know Robert is really counting on me to be helpful in an emergency situation. I need to find somewhere safe to put this key so I know where it is if he needs it. He's putting a lot of trust in us. If you know you and your child will be getting gifts from extended family who don't know you well, set expectations in advance. We might get some gifts today that we don't really love, but I'm going to make sure to say thank you and show appreciation for the time and effort it took to get a gift from me because giving a gift is such a kind and thoughtful thing to do. Let your kids see you moving on from friendships that aren't working for you anymore. This helps to remind kids that relationships sometimes run their course, but that doesn't mean it was all a waste of time. It was good while it was good. Now it's not. You're not being disloyal. You're being authentic. You can model being inclusive by having an adult peer group of different races, cultures, identities, and abilities, and showing appreciation for those various characteristics. You can let your kids see you including someone who's trying to join in on an activity with you. Kids aren't born knowing about social skills like gaining and respecting consent, cooperation, communication, reciprocity and negotiation, or the importance of being friendly, helpful, fun, and kind to people you want to maintain connections with. So talk about these concepts in everyday life as being important in any relationship that you care about and want to maintain. True or false? Walmart has eye care. True. Stop by Walmart to save and browse top designer frames right where you already shop. And they accept most insurance. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Number three, be the adult. You're the person in your parent-child relationship who has a fully developed brain. So you often have to function as your kid's external frontal lobe. Model being strong and sturdy in the face of challenging situations like kid-friend drama. Don't become outwardly fearful, anxious, or angry if your child is having a friendship struggle. 
and don't become overly involved. It's so important for your child to learn how to resolve their own conflicts. Unless ongoing abuse is occurring, when your child brings up their friendship difficulties, normalize them by using phrases like, lots of kids have worries about friendships and struggles with friends. I know it's hard to hear about another kid treating your kid poorly, but avoid holding grudges. If your child's friend does something to upset them, don't hold it against them. Take sides or speak negatively about them. Instead, focus on helping your child make sense of their feelings and move forward. Slow things down when emotions are escalating. If your child is getting upset with a friend, help everyone take a break from the situation. And when emotions have cooled, give them just enough help that they're able to see each other's perspective and brainstorm solutions. Four, respect your child's social autonomy. Don't assume your child feels the same way you do about other children. You might love little Judy from down the street, but just because your child plays with her once or twice doesn't mean they're going to be best friends. If your child doesn't seem to like another child, don't force them to play together. Conversely, even though you don't like one of your child's friends, keep it to yourself. Give your children the power to make their own choices. It's important to respect your child's feelings and allow them to choose their own friends. Five. Listen more than you talk. When your child comes to you with a friend dilemma, don't attempt to fix their problems or rush into cheering them up. Ultimately, the best help you can give is to take your child's perspective and feelings seriously. Simply reflect back what you hear. Your only job in these situations is to understand the problem from their point of view. You can't take your child's difficult feelings away or change them but you can be a witness to those feelings and show your child that those feelings matter to you. When your child is upset about something, they likely want to be listened to, and sometimes they may want comfort in the form of your silent but maybe distant presence, or they may want to get really close and snuggle. But always exhaust those options first before you jump into fixing mode. Six, help your child problem solve. When an upset child has wrung themselves out of big feelings and perhaps big tears, they might ask for help or at least be ready to accept help if you offer it. Facilitate problem solving by asking them open-ended questions that encourage self-reflection on their part. You can help your child identify their own solution to their problem by staying curious about their experiences, their feelings, and needs. But also help your child be curious about the perspective of their peer or peers. How might they be thinking and feeling? What does your child want to do about this problem? How do they think their solution will impact both themselves and the other child or children? What qualities do they want in a friend? What kind of friend do they want to be? What do they want to be different in the friendship? Are their expectations realistic or sustainable? Help them understand why or why not. Seven. Be your kid's soft place to fall. The relationship you have with your child is not only where your greatest influence with them lies, but also where they begin to learn relationship skills. Every interaction with your kiddo is an opportunity to model healthy interaction. The higher the quality of your relationship with your child, the more likely they are to show understanding and concern for others' emotions. When your child knows without a shadow of a doubt that they can bring any of their problems to you and you'll be supportive when they do, 
It means your relationship will give them the resilience they need to overcome their friendship challenges when they arise. When your child says things like, Sue's always bossing me around, or Aaron and I got in a fight, or Jack isn't my friend anymore and he's never coming over again, avoid high emotionality, dismissals, interruptions, platitudes, or trying to fix it for them. In moments like these, your child needs you to be a caring, interested, reassuring, calm, and listening parent. You can be the model and the coach that helps guide them toward a better understanding of social interaction and the process of making and maintaining and sometimes ending friendships. Be patient. To learn about friendship, kids have to be in friendships. And sometimes it's just messy until it isn't. That's all for today's episode of Project Parenthood. Thanks for listening, and I hope you found this helpful. Be sure to join me live on Instagram at BKParents on Monday, November 13, at 12.45 p.m., where you can ask me anything. You can get your questions answered in real time. If you have a question for me about parent-child relationships, respectful parenting tips, or parental mental health that you'd like me to cover in a future episode, shoot me an email at parenthood at quickanddirtytips.com. Leave a message at 646-926-3243 or leave a message on Instagram at BKParents. That's B-K-P-A-R-E-N-T-S. And you can learn about my private practice working with parents living in New York State at www.brooklynparenttherapy.com. Catch you next week. Project Parenthood is a quick and dirty tips podcast. It's audio engineered by Dan Firebend. And our director of podcasts is Adam Cecil. Our podcast and advertising operations specialist is Morgan Christensen. Our digital operations specialist is Holly Hutchings. And our marketing and publicity associate is Davina Tomlin. See you next week.